What's up, guys? Welcome to Enjoy the Sass. My name's Faith, and I'm the host of this podcast, and it means so much to me that you would choose to spend any of your time listening, so thank you so, so much. Honestly, it means just the world, so I appreciate you. If you're new here, this is a podcast where we talk about all things faith, family, music, movies, and just about everything in between. You can find me on Instagram at enjoythesass, or you can go check out my website, enjoythesass.com. I'm going to be working on expanding that next year, as well as making it a little bit more interactive for y'all. So go check out enjoythesass.com. You can see old episodes and listen to them there, or find links to go listen on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, whichever you prefer. And while you're there, you can send me an email, host at enjoythesass.com, or you'll find my phone number. So if you wanted to shoot me a text or leave me a voicemail, I'd love to hear from you. If you're thinking about it while you're perusing the website and you head over to Apple Podcasts, if you'll leave me a rating or a review, that would mean a, a whole, whole lot. And I would be so grateful. I read every single one and I screenshot them and I share them on Instagram. So go go leave me a rating or a review. I would really, really appreciate it. You guys, I'm so excited for this episode. I got to sit down and chat with one of my church moms, we like to call her, um, Teresa Reif. You'll recognize her last name because her daughter, Anna, was actually on the podcast. I believe it was earlier this year. I really am terrible at checking these things out. I normally get to record my intro before the episode, so I'd say I'm excited for the conversation and I know you're going to love it just as much as I probably will, but this time I'm recording it after, so I can tell you this is a super powerful conversation. We talked about so many things. Just Teresa's journey to get to where she is today is pretty incredible and I'm truly honored to have gotten to have so much time to sit down and chat with her. So grab some coffee or some tea or whatever you feel like and enjoy my conversation with Teresa. It's a really, really good one. Oh, she's that amazing. Was, but wow. you know, that is wisdom of years too. Years, like, I mean, yes. She just definitely has that on oh, us. Oh, yeah. Yeah. On us. Which, you know, that's okay. Yeah. Go. Got go, to. Yeah. Someone's got to do Come it. Come on. <laughs> At least it's her. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Oh, yeah. man. Oh, yeah. So cool. Well, I love that we've just like started talking it's and so fun. we could probably do it for hours totally. and not even think about the fact that we're recording. Yeah. So no. what's up, everyone? Just hanging out. Just hanging out with my sweet, sweet friend, Teresa Reif. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Thanks for pronouncing my last name correctly. Well, you... <laughs> <It's a> feet. <laughs> listen, it's crazy. I've only known your family for a year. Like wow. it's only been a year and some change. With that this church crazy. merge. Yeah. I know. Yeah. But I feel like we've all just like known each other forever. Yeah. God does that. Like, it's so pretty good. incredible. It's so good. He really so good. knit all our hearts together. Oh. Like really made that connection for us. Yes. Like, it was organic. In the best way. Yeah. Totally yeah. in the best way. I love it. Yeah. Well, why don't you introduce yourself to Enjoy the Sass? I'm so glad to be on Enjoy the Sass. It so fits me. Uh, I'm pretty sassy. She is. I'm originally from the East Coast, and so that still is with me in so many ways. I have three girls. They are, gosh, how old are they? 23, 20, and 15. So I'm still raising a teenager. It's <laughs> my favorite thing is being a mom. And my husband, Joel, and I moved to Austin, uh, let's see, seven years ago, wow. a little over seven years ago to help start the church that merged now and the church's city reach, but we were Expression Church when we first came, and now we're um, 
like to think of ourselves as a vital part of City Reach. Um, They are. We do a lot. It's super fun. Uh, We get to be elders here, which is our just whole joy to really all that means is we do whatever needs to be done and we jump in when we need to jump in. And uh, we have some things that we do consistently. I get to help in the Next Steps class, which is just really a starting place in our church, you know, for getting involved and really being planted here Mm. for hopefully forever, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Um, And so that's really just such a joy for me to get to see people's beginnings and to get to be a little part of that. But on top of that, I'm an author and speaker. And uh, my book, Overcoming Sexual Abuse from the Inside Out, is really the story of what God did in my life, Mm. not what happened to me. So in my book, I don't include the details of um, the abuse, mostly because I, when I was on my journey toward finding healing, I tried to find books, and it seemed like most books that I picked up just made me just triggered wow. all those feelings yeah. for me. Yeah. And so I think when God really just put it on my heart to share what He did for me, I was just very careful about mm. just including like really the steps. I really let God just show me like, this is where I took you first. Yeah. This is where we went next. Uh, like, forgiveness wasn't first, mm. you know, just to. Put that out there to anyone sure. who's wondering. Yeah. <laughs> forgiveness at that point for me at the beginning was kind of a four-letter word, you know, mm. like not a good word mm. um, because it's just hard sometimes, yeah. you know, especially when we feel like they're just overwhelming things. And so, yeah, so I um, have that book. I have a second book coming out sometime next spring. I don't want to make any promises because <laughs> it's a process. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, so, and I have a new editor this year. And so some of that will be, um, you know, my, actually for the first book, my husband was my editor. And, oh, wow. Oh, that was a journey. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I have bet. your spouse as your editor. It is an eye opening. <laughs> Uh, can be either a relationship builder or breaker. Mm, I <laughs> we bet. had some moments. <laughs> I yeah. had to walk away, you know, like, okay, he's not insulting me. He's just really wants my book to be really good. Yeah. So, yeah. So it was a great, it's been great. It's been great. So That's awesome. the conferences that I just did are really what my book, my next book is coming out of, and they are called Being You. And mm. that's really just about us finding who we are and finding out who God is. Mm. Because the Bible says we're made in his image. Yeah. And so if that's the case, then if we're made in God's image, then the more we explore who he is, we're really just exploring who we are. Wow. And so, I love that. yeah. So it's really, I go through, I, we had three sessions for each conference, and it was God, your Father, God in Jesus, and God the Holy Spirit, mm. and how the three parts of God actually have yeah. personality character specific characteristics and actually meet specific needs of ours. And so we covered that. And then my favorite part was that after I spoke for a short time, the women went into groups. Oh. And that's just such a, I mean, gosh, don't we like relationship is oh, where we really huge. do all the best stuff. Yeah. Like yeah. really do like our friends and the people we meet. Uh, so good. So good. So. Oh. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah. So like, that's a lot, but that's no, me. <laughs> I love it. Well, we're we're just going to dive into a few of those things because, I mean, I know you as a mom and as like, I feel like you're like one of our church moms. Like yeah, we have a few, totally. but you're one of our church yeah. moms. Like I do we tend go to over adopt to your people. house. <laughs> yes, it's the best. And um, obviously I had your daughter, Anna, on the podcast. Yes. So, um, you know, yep. got to hear her story mm-hmm. and it's just so evident in her who her parents are oh, and what an thanks. amazing, just amazing people that you are. And obviously your relationships with the Lord are huge in that. And so definitely you 
well, we when we met, you were like, oh, you have a podcast. Like, we should talk about that for sure. And I was yeah. like, okay, well, people – so I'm going to be super vulnerable with you here for a moment. Um, people who listen to the podcast know that I have, like, had one rule, and it was if you ask to be on the podcast, you're not going to be on the oh, podcast. isn't that so funny? Isn't that hilarious? I had no idea, had no and idea. I just came right up to you. Yes, I, I lo- and I love it. And so I think that the Lord took me through a – a humbling journey with that because I was like, well, why would I, why, why is that a rule? I think it was just a pride thing at first. And it was probably, he's now been on the podcast and he's one of my best friends, but Ryan, my friend, Ryan, he, he used to be like, when am I going to be on the podcast? I was like, you can't ask to be on it. So (laughs) then I just kind of made it a rule. Right. But I think that I realized because a few people have done that. Mm -hmm. I was Mm -hmm. like, "Mm." Maybe maybe I need to like not have this be a rule because it's an honor to have people want to be on my yeah, podcast, right? Yeah, so I had to yeah. shift my perspective in that. Oh, so good. I'm grateful. Perspective is good. Oh, it's huge. We all need it. Yes, yeah. it's huge. So I'm grateful that you <laughs> reached out to me way early in like our relationship. And now we get to do this. And I think it means more now that you're on the podcast at this point because I've gotten to see your heart and see who you are and you're just an amazing person. Thanks. So Thanks. I'm so glad to have you. So and you said here. you fit the, you fit the enjoy the sass model oh, to a T. Yeah. She's, yeah. I love your sass and I love just getting to see your personality through that. So thanks for being here. Thanks for All that to me. say. Thanks for being it's here. It's so fun. It's I love it. It's so great. We talked for like a while before we started recording and I'm just glad that we just decided to get get started yeah. because like we said we could talk for hours and not even think about the microphones so again thanks for being here i it's say it perfect i'll say it a lot um so the first thing i want to talk about is how you decided to write a book was it started writing books or speaking that kind of has like spearheaded this like journey that you're on right now with conferences and all of that stuff so like where did that start so i have I I mean, I've been on this personal journey to overcome just the sexual abuse that I uh, lived through as a child. And so it was traumatic, of course. And there's a lot, of course, so many layers that go into that and just recovering from it. But I knew from the beginning, God really told me that he was going to do something with it in my life. And there were some times when I shared with people over just my lifetime where I felt like I was supposed to, mm. and I was wrong, mm. and that didn't go so well, honestly. Yeah. Um, not everyone can handle our stuff, right. and they're not meant to, right? Like God yeah. doesn't create. I mean, I, I definitely had moments where people would share stuff with me, and I was like, I don't know how to, what do I, so, uh, I'm not a counselor. <laughs> yeah. I don't have the skills yeah. to answer yeah. what you need. I don't have what you need, but Jesus actually has yeah. what we need. And so along the way, um, you know, there I have story upon story, but one in particular, the Holy Spirit, one Easter, I had a friend over and uh, she had brought her kids. Her husband had gone away for the weekend, but it just happened to be Easter. And so I was like, well, come over, stay over. It'll be so fun. You know, we'll do an egg hunt and we just do Easter big at our house. And they homeschooled and so did we. And so it just became this like fun weekend. Yeah. Or like she and I are in the kitchen cleaning up after Easter and uh, the Holy Spirit just really, God was like, you need to tell her your story. Mm. And I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> that argument we go through in our heads, yep. you know, where we're like, no, no, we're not doing that today. Uh-uh. And just really strong again, just you need to tell her, you need to tell her, you need to tell her. So told her 
ultimately after a few minutes of arguing because <laughs> there you go. That's why I fit the enjoy the sass because <laughs> I really am a little sassy even with the Lord. <laughs> Sorry, Lord. <laughs> Help me. But um, to, in telling her my story, she was like, wow, you know, and she, she got real quiet and I mean, yeah. you know, what do you expect? It's a lot. Right. <laughs> it's just a big story. And, yeah. and there's just a lot of um, personal things, you know, that's sure. just kind of a vulnerable personal Absolutely. story and nothing I can do about it, but it is my story. And now, like I knew God, I know you want to help, like help me tell that story, but I don't know what mm. that looks like. Yeah. She called me the next morning, this friend, and she said, I need to tell you something. And I wouldn't be telling you this if you hadn't told me your story yesterday. Mm, yeah. Her husband, she was in a physically abusive home Ugh. with her husband. And I was like, oh, great. I'm so glad you shared that with me. Yeah. Um, coming over, get packed. Because <laughs> he, her husband was still away okay. uh, that next day, but they had gone back to the house. And so uh, we got to help them, you know, get free. And wow. from that, and I mean, just, just interesting how... God just does that, you know. He yeah. just does things when we tell our stories. When, yeah. And he's faithful, you know, because oh, it yeah. wasn't about – it was about me being obedient for sure. I learned a lesson that day, of course, yeah. to see what it did, right? I mean, she directly connected her sharing her story with because I had shared mine. Wow. And so I think that for me was a starting point of yeah. realizing that there was a purpose to mm. it. Um, and at that point, I mean, that was probably – Oh, I'm old. Uh, that could be 30 years ago. I mean, like, I think wow. it was 20 years ago, probably. Yeah. My kids were pretty little. And so um, I think ever since that point, I started praying into, okay, God, like, help me to be willing. Because yeah. I think that the willingness was probably, for me, the hardest part. Mm. Just because it is, because I, people hadn't reacted well. And, right. and I'm like, great. Everyone's going to know this, like, ucky detail of my life. Right. Like, God, like, ooh. I don't want to say that, <laughs> you know. And so um, I think the last thing for me was we have an amazing um, ministry here called Team Restore. Yeah. And I spent time with them. And I really think the last thing, and that was only like three years ago, three or four years ago that I spent time with them. And I think the last piece for me to finally commit to really getting my story out there was really understanding where God was in what happened to me. Mm. And God really gave me an amazing, beautiful picture of yeah. how even though those terrible things happened to me, that was someone else's sinful nature affecting right. me that, right. that God gives us free will. Like We have options. Yeah. We can say yes or we can say no. We can actually, unfortunately, choose to do terrible things, um, but we can also choose to do good things. And right. God really showed me just so many things through that time of ministry with them that... Um, that was when I, f I really felt like, okay, God, like I knew you were calling me to this, but now I feel like I can do that. Mm. And so just for me personally, I felt like I needed that piece. You know? yeah. And I think sometimes just God knows what we need and he's willing right. to give it to us. But I think I maybe finally I was ready. Yeah. I started out by doing a small group and okay. that wasn't that was hard. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and so I kind of realized like, ooh, like face to face with this is is just too, it's just too traumatic for people. Sure. Um, and I'm not a counselor, so I, I don't have the tools or skills or training right. to be able to help someone in that situation and also just control the conversation. Uh, the conversation got very, like, ooh, hard. Yeah. Like, just hard. Lots of crying. <laughs> and I'm actually not a crier, so I, huh. I'm always like, Oh, <laughs> you know, and having yeah. three girls, I think I've also just kind of maybe conditioned also to downplay crying and drama sure. because three sure. girls can get a little dramatic. Yeah. And so 
you know, I think I was t- I was telling you earlier, my kids always say like, well, don't tell mom if you're bleeding because she's just going to, your arm could be off, but she's just going to give you a Band-Aid and be like, you're fine. Because <laughs> I am that way. I'm like, ah, you're fine. You're fine. Because, uh, you know, three girls, like I said, it's just a lot. And I love it. I love every minute of it. But um, in doing that small group, I realized that the best thing I could do was create a tool by writing a book mm, yeah. to be able to see, wow, you went through this, you know, let me just, can I give you my book or, you know, want to buy my book? I don't know. Sometimes I feel weird and apologetic. Sure. I don't know. It's, it's just all new, you sure. know? So it's like, can I, do you mind if I give you this? Yeah. Um, but just so that, you know, and, and in the first, like, even introduction of my book, I just share that um, having a counseling relationship, really good mm. thing to have when you're reading that yeah. and walking through that season or a pastor or a really close friend that you know is going to be honest with right. you and love you in all the ways, not yeah. in just the enabling ways or whatever, you know. And so even a family member, I mean, I, I have family members that are just super helpful when I'm like, I don't know what to do here. What do you think? Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. just someone to bounce those ideas off because we can get stuck in our crazy. Yeah. You know, we can. Ooh, yeah. I mean, don't we all know that through the pandemic? That was awesome. We all got to be stuck. Yeah. Not just with our crazy, but with our family members <laughs> crazy too. Yeah. That yeah. was fun. Uh-huh. Uh, so I know I went to Target quite a few times just to get out. Like, Target's open. I love you all. Bye-bye. <laughs> gotta, gotta go to Target. <laughs> so it was like the one place I think we could all go. But um, yeah, so I now I have this book and I realized I really actually love to write even mm. though I'm, I have a friend who calls me an outrovert, not just an extrovert. Okay. She's like, well, I don't know. You're kind of like an extreme extrovert because <laughs> I'm not, I'll just talk to anyone. I'm just yeah. kind of like that. I'm friendly, <laughs> uh, extremely friendly. But, um, <laughs> but so, um, yeah, so I, I realized though that I really like the balance of being at home and writing and then getting out and speaking. And it just gives me this nice balance of yeah. people time and then uh, just time to really reflect on what God's teaching me and right. let him use that. So, um, yeah, so it's it's been great. And now uh, my husband is a tech guy. And so when we titled my book, he was my editor. I said that. And he said I had to put overcoming sexual abuse, like I had to put sexual abuse sexual abuse in the actual title. Mm. And that wasn't really my I was kinda like, Yeah, I don't I don't wanna do that. Yeah. And he said, but he understands search engine optimization. Uh-huh. And it's very much by keywords. Right. And so he said, Well if someone's out there. If looking. someone who's looking they're not going to be able to find your book if it's not in the title. Wow. So now when I'm in the dentist chair and he's like, oh, you're an author. <laughs> what have you written? I get to say, oh, yeah, you know, because your, your yeah, mouth yeah. is always full. Right. They talk to you and then you're like, how do I answer? Because right. My I mouth, know. Ah, 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 ah. And then they have to suction. They do the. <laughs> yep. And then you can talk for a yeah. second, you know. As so I'm like. Uh, yeah. And he's that, you know, he kind of froze the t- first time I told him and he kind of has forgotten, like, can I only go back? Right. Once and just have my teeth cleaned. Yeah. Know? And he'll, he's forgotten. So now I've had to say it like two or three times. Oh, no. <laughs> and oh, I've had no. a different hygienist every time that's like, so you explain oh, you're your author. story. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know what? It's really a good accountability hey, because yeah. I, the truth is, it is my book. The truth right. is, it is my story. Right. Um, but you know, God knows. <laughs> I was going to have to just say it out loud. And yeah. so what um, one thing that has really come out of that is really just a desire and a passion to make the conversation normal. Yeah. Really to normalize 
what people have been through. Yeah. Because it's been just, you know, you don't talk about it. Right. You whisper about everything that has the word sex in it. Right. <laughs> and yeah. I actually grew up that way, like in our family, you know, and, and you were supposed to whisper about everything. And and so um, just kind of coming away from that yeah. and helping people to feel like the conversation is a part of sure. life. And, yeah. and people, because the numbers are one in three for women. Mm. And that's actually got to be so inaccurate because that's that's reported crimes. Right. That's where they get those statistics. And I will tell you that I did two conferences, two weekends in a row. And Faith, every, I would say probably 95% of the people that came up to talk to me and they were buying my book said, I've never told anyone this, but. Wow. And your heart is just like, oh. oh. And God is so faithful. He just has given me the grace and felt, and I just feel, I'm so honored and blessed that people trust me with their stories. Yeah. But that moment where you realize the numbers are wrong, mm. you know, because if they've never told anyone but me. Right. I'm not, I'm not a police officer, you know, right. I'm not a lawyer. I'm not anyone who's going to convict anyone. And so clearly it's more people it's i believe it's more like one and two mm. and so that means if you're in a movie theater and you're sitting next to two women probably a decent amount of those um women you know it could be all three of you or it could be just you know two of you but but most likely you're sitting with people in a movie theater and a majority of those people have been sexually abused because their their statistics men is one in five wow but i had men come up to me at sunday service at my brother's church saying the same thing wow and so you have to know that the statistics are based on reporting right and reporting is scary yeah you know i mean that's just a scarier step yeah to have to face police officers and be in court and lawyers and i mean i just yeah we never did it so i realized that that i'm so like kudos to you if right. you have done that because right. that that's just another whole step of courage that is amazing to me. Wow. So and and honestly, the people who come up to me, I just think, wow, what a what a huge amount of courage that oh, is. Oh yeah. You know, and courage is doing things even when we're afraid, right? That's Ooh. actually courage. Yeah. Right. So we can be afraid and still do those things. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's being courageous. So it's it's been an amazing journey, though, really, oh. to get to the point of like. Wow, you know, I wrote that. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's pretty crazy. So, yeah. but I truly believe that everyone has a story to tell, and so people ask me a lot too. Um, you know, hey, how did you write your book? Yeah, and I'm like, oh, I just did it. Yeah, you know, I mean, I definitely listened to some good online resources of you know those workshops that'll pop up and they'll advertise. I don't know how they knew. Ooh. My Boston accent just came through. <laughs> I didn't say my, I didn't say advertise. I said advertise. <laughs> anyway, excuse me. It pops through every once in a while. I can't say, I have to think to say drawing oh. instead of drawing. Oh. Because in Boston, you take ours out, but you okay. also put them in, in yeah. places that they don't they belong. They don't belong. <laughs> yeah. So my kid, when I get tired, my I'll be like, oh, guys, so tired. And my kids will be like, what? <laughs> like, sorry, guys. I love There's it. My I love it. It'll sneak out every once in a while. I anyways, love it. You know, um, yeah, it's just been a great process. Mm. But the making the conversation is normal as that's yeah. what um, my podcast is coming out of that'll be okay. out in January. And okay. that was, I have a co-host who's a boxer. He's an amazing guy and has a similar story to mine. Yeah. Tom Fallon. Good job. 
so proud of him. He hopped on and we did eight episodes and it'll come out in January. We're super excited about Mm. that. But that was really our goal was just to really help people realize that uh, even though, you know, we definitely had some conversations we had to power through that weren't easy conversations, it's it's worth it. And it's Mm. so healing to talk through it. Mm. So. That's amazing. I'm just going on and on and on. I'm no, sorry. I haven't. Heard I from love you it at all. No, it's so good. It's so good. I was. I love. So the purpose of my podcast, mm-hmm. which I talked about oddly in my last episode because I was struggling so much to record it, um, was why I do this podcast, mm. and it's because. I feel like my voice should be out there. This is like Agreed. my version of a, a book, I guess. Yeah. One day I'll write a book. I, I hope to write a book one Definitely. day. Um, but I like to, I wanted to have a place to put my voice out there. But at the same time, I wanted to provide a safe space for my mm. friends, people who I care about, people who I'm just inspired by yeah. to come and share their stories and totally. their passions. So if I can like heed the microphone to someone else to let them put their story out there, that means more to me than I everyone hearing that. my voice for 45 minutes. <laughs> so <laughs> they hear that plenty. Voice, <laughs> well, thank you so much. I love your podcast. Oh, it's thank been super you. fun to catch Thanks. up on some of the episodes I had missed. So I went back and listened to some. Oh. It was super fun. Well, thanks. Super great. I love hearing people's stories. Me too. I find it so encouraging. Oh, same. I always learn something. Yes. I always learn something. Yes. Wow. That is so wisdom. I'm going to take that. Like, no, I'm going to just grab that little thing and put that in my belief system. Yeah. Yeah. Go back to that note later. Always learn something new. Oh, totally. And that's probably my favorite thing about doing this podcast is that I have had people who I've known for my whole life Mm -hmm. or a lot of my life I'll say right like I had my dad on which is one of my favorite episodes that I've done to Mm -hmm. to date all of my guests I love with all my heart but that's my dad you know and hearing his story and hearing stuff that I'm sure I've heard him talk about in the past yes but like really getting to sit down and face to face with him for an hour yeah was just incredible. Wow. And some of it I can't relate to. You know, there's things mm-hmm. in your story that I thank the Lord have never been through. Right. Oh, I'm glad you but, haven't been through it either. Yeah. yeah totally. But I can I can see the 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 testament of what the Lord mm-hmm. has done in your life and totally. take that and look at the things that I've gone through in my life mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. say, wow, like look at where the Lord was. Yeah. You know, look at where he is. Totally. And that Even if this podcast were, you know, I say it all the time, but even if just like one person listens, like my mom, I always use my mom because my mom listens and it means the world to me. Yes, it means so much to me. She's the best, your mom. She is. She's so great. I can't wait to have her on. That's going to be so good. But um, even if she's the only one who listens Mm -hmm. to my stories, to your stories, to anyone who comes on here's stories... It's still making an impact it does. to the two of us sitting here in this Absolutely. room. And then, you know, to whoever gets to listen. Definitely. So even if I sit here and listen to you talk for 45 minutes, it it's making a difference. And I get to learn something. So I'm grateful. So talk away, <laughs> I'm lady. I'm happy to be here. Talk away. I love it <laughs> I so much. I just like much. hanging out with you. <laughs> exactly. I know. It's a great, like, when do I have just like an unsanctioned 
hour of time totally. <laughs> to just chat yeah. with my friends. Yeah. Aside from if we, you know, pencil it into the calendar, right? right? Which yeah. is such a hard thing to do. It is. And well, you have our a busy schedule lives. too because you work all day. I do. And then you have your nights and then, yeah. yeah. And then yeah. the weekends. And the I weekends have a good resource full. for you though whenever you decide to write that book. Okay. Because that's what I, I went to a, a webinar, mm, uh, yeah, which I just online. hadn't done a lot of them, but through, um, oh, way before COVID, probably 2018, it was t- um, Michael Hyatt, who's a New York Times bestseller. Mm-hmm. He did one, A Busy Writer's Guide mm. uh, to Writing a Book. Okay. Um, and so just he had really good 12 steps, 12 yeah. specific things to do, and it was life-changing for me. Wow. It was really good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, six of the things I kind of had already done, like getting yourself a place to write, mm, you know, that's yeah. designated that that's yeah. what it's for. And, you know, just some p- real practical, like, yeah. block your time. Sure. Like you basically making a date with your book. Yeah. Or yourself, you know. Yeah. Whoever you want to hang out with your book, <laughs> yourself, whoever's more <laughs> interesting that day, you know, but just some really so, I, wow. you know, it's good to have resources. I think that's just huge. I'm constantly just saying, oh, the Boundaries book, I've given that mm, book out yeah. so many times. Yeah. I, I never have a copy myself. <laughs> I have to go buy a copy. on. And to, back to write my book, I had to buy a physical paper copy because to reference it, you have to have a page number. Ah, yeah. Kindle doesn't give page numbers. Oh. You know, it shows where you are in the book by uh-huh. it's like so many out of this. Yeah. You can't use that. So oh, wow. I had to buy the book again. So. That's so yeah. funny. <laughs> it's okay. I needed one anyways. <laughs> hey, there you I go. I pretty much reread that book every so often. Yeah. So it's yeah. such a good book. That's so, awesome. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Well, while you were talking about telling your story and how the Lord specifically was like, you need to tell Mm -hmm. this woman your story, it was like the perfect way to lead into one of my favorite questions that I get to ask people when I have them just sitting behind a microphone. It's like, you have no choice but to answer. I haven't had anyone not answer yet. So I guess they could just not answer, but that'd be awkward. Guess well. I do. I do. (laughs) I know my friends. Um, So just to give the listeners and you some background on this question that I'm going to ask you, my dad and I have many conversations, but we were talking about my podcast and he was like, I want to hear like some like meat, basically. Yes. He's like, I want to hear the good That's stuff. Awesome. Yeah. Um, and he said, and I'm just going to read it verbatim because Perfect. it's the easiest and best yeah, way. Absolutely. And it gives everyone a refresher. Um, so my dad, Jerome, he said, the times when people have been most affected by your story, he's talking about me, obviously, are when you have been real and genuine about the moments where you have seen clear evidence of God work in your life. And then he said, so has there been an incident or an event where God really showed up for you? And he, I love the way my dad speaks. He said, not something like a churchy thing, but when you knew it was God considering your situation and doing something for you. Mm -hmm. So Teresa, I ask you this question. And I'm love so excited question. to it's hear your answer. It's such a good question. I really love, you can just tell your dad, good mm. job, good job. That's a great question. Good job, Jerome. And it's just such a good <laughs> thought-provoking question, yeah. I think, too, to just ask that, really that moment, right? There mm. are some just moments in our life that we know are pivotal, Yeah, where we are like, aha, God really is actually taking care of me, or <laughs> he really does actually care. He really is real. So years ago, I was, was I engaged yet? Yes. I was, Joel and I were engaged and we're still married today, 25 years later. Mm-hmm. 
Thank you, Lord. <laughs> By the way, that is how we are still married. It's just <laughs> the Lord. But I was in, I was working for a secular radio station called WRKO. It's the talk radio station in Boston. Mm. It was super crazy job. I mean, it was just dog eat dog. It was a really hard, hard job. I came home crying many days and oh. I'm not really a crier. <laughs> but it was a good job in a lot of other ways. It pushed me. It, you know, was uh, very provoking, like just thought provoking. And, you know, it was good. But I took the subway train. So I lived probably 45 minutes from the downtown of downtown city of Boston. So I was living in the suburbs. And Boston has an incredible transportation system, public transportation system. So you would get on a really nice commuter rail. Mm -hmm. And then I would take that to one subway I think I took the red line, but then to, <laughs> Joel would probably laugh at me. My husband would be like, you don't even know what train you took. <laughs> I have no sense of direction. So I just did what people told me. Get on this train, go on that platform, get on that train, and you'll be good. And I just did that every day. <laughs> One day coming home. So because I was so far from the city, they have um, trains that are – shoot, now I don't remember. what It's an express. So an express skips a bunch of earlier stops – and keeps going kind of to the further spots, right? I'm explaining just for anyone who doesn't have public, like in Austin, like here, in Austin. we don't have public transportation. <laughs> we when we lived in Seattle, they don't have that either. Mm -mm. So there are a lot of actually still like modern cities who don't have good public transportation. This was a really good system, except for this one particular day. <laughs> but it was really snowing. It had snowed all day. And it was that heavy, heavy, wet snow hmm. that you get in New England because it just it's like it comes down it's cold it warms up a little it it melts a little and then the nighttime it all freezes uh, so yeah. it's just this crazy process that creates this really heavy snow that's not it's immovable mm. like it it just doesn't move you there's no it's no it's shovel awful. In it, it is some serious heavy heavy duty snow hmm. well I had been at work all day and I had this migraine where I like my eyes like it just everything was hurting um, but I had to leave work late, so I didn't leave work until probably 7 o'clock. So I was taking the last express train, which I always tried to get on the express train because it meant I got home faster, less time sitting on the train. Mm -hmm. But this day I was going, I had the migraine. And because I had the migraine, you kind of got to know what the cars were like in your train. And so I knew that the back car was a little darker and usually a little quieter. Most people would keep walking. And I usually went to like the second or third cars because I liked, they had these tables you could sit at with booths and I read the paper. So it was just easier, you know, overall. But this day, because of my headache and that like I wanted the darker train and the ability to just kind of hide, like pull my hood down, get my knees up in front of me on the seat and just hunker down, you know. So that's honestly what I did. I got in on the train. I sat down in my seat. I put my knees up on the seat. Oh, sorry, microphone. On the seat in front of me and just scrunched down, pulled my hood, tried to make it as dark as possible and mm. just closed my eyes and tried to breathe because I was not like my migraines make me mm. nauseous. And Goodness. I just, I mean, I felt awful. And the thought of getting on a moving train, not really, you know, I'm like, oh, this is going to be terrible. Yeah. I am going to feel way worse before I feel better getting home, yeah. getting an ice pack and just going to bed basically. And that's all I could think about. I just I, like, I have trouble even thinking straight when I get mm. a real migraine. Yeah. So here we're on the express train. There's this sweet old guy sitting next to me. I think he fell asleep when I did. And and um, But all of a sudden, the train came to a sudden stop. My neck snapped forward, <gasps> and my headache went away instantly. And I was like, oh, like I kind of woke up, you know, like, 
oh, I feel so much better. But then everyone was looking around like, oh my gosh, like why did our train stop suddenly? Yeah. And it literally like was like a stop. Wow. And so the the first thing I did was honestly, the the man next to me was not just old. I mean, he was like long white beard, like father time old. Oh, wow. And so he didn't move when we stopped. And so I literally had my finger out and I was about to kind of just like poke him because I kept thinking, oh, no, is he dead? (laughs) Like I was young, you know, I was only only like 24, 25. (laughs) So I was a little like, oh, please, please don't let him be dead next to me. I don't know what I'll do. But I really wasn't paying much attention to, you know, what was happening yeah. otherwise, except for that now we're stopped and everyone's standing up wondering. So then chatter started to happen and people were looking out the windows and you can you can open some of the windows, but you can't open all the windows. So they were all spending quite a bit of time trying to find the like one or two windows. I don't know. It's probably because they're old trains. I don't know. And in my head now, I'm like, why won't all those windows open? That yeah. just seems like a safety issue. Yeah. But they finally opened the windows. Someone put their head out and except for our car, every single car was off the track. We had literally gotten in a train wreck. There was a flatbed truck, which I didn't know this, honestly, for a while, like till I was off the, you know, a flatbed truck had gone across the rail, the the railroad tracks, and gotten stuck. Like his truck was too heavy because of the snow that was built up. He could not get over the rest of the... It happened in such a split second. And our train was going 98 miles an hour because it was that express train. Yeah. So it wasn't like it didn't have the stops, you know, where it was right. like slowing down and speeding up and slowing down and speed. No, no. It was, it was literally, I was 500 feet from my stop (laughs) like (laughs) I could see my platform when I finally was able to get out of the train oh wow um when I was when I finally got out of the train because they had to shovel so that they so there are stairs that you usually can't you know see because they're under the platform when you're Mm -hmm. on the subway train but they had to shovel out from our door we were the only car that did not like no one got injured (gasps) we didn't get thrown off the I mean I got out, and it was like something you see in the movies. Uh, I, I, and I, I was in just shock, really. Yeah. I, I was like, this is not happening. This doesn't seem real right now. Like, yeah. What What did just happen? Yeah. You know, you kind of – it's a weird process. It's surreal, yeah. right? It's just yeah. surreal because you really do. We see so many things in the movies yeah. that I think when something finally real traumatic happens, we're just like our brains have to take a second. Like, yeah. I feel like I've seen this before, <laughs> right. but I'm not sure I've experienced right. it personally. Right. But to see every other car – I mean, there were cars flipped over on their side in mm. the snow. Mm. And as I finally get out, they had <clears> – <throat> excuse me, we – the accident was near a car dealership, mm. and you know how they have those. They have the, the room, I, you know, like the showroom, right? Yeah. So the showroom, they had moved all the cars out of the showroom, and they had set up triage. Wow. So it was it was not. There were eight helicopters, <gasps> like ten ambulances, Goodness. fire, police. Like I got out, and I was like, I'm literally on a movie set. This is not yeah, this real. Can't this be is happening. not real. And I was fine. So I almost was like, this is weird. Like, all these people. And I should just go. You know, I'm just telling yeah. myself, like, I can literally get home. I mean, I knew where I was walking. Yeah. Which is amazing. <laughs> like I said, I have no sense of direction. But um, people were asking me, where are you going? And I'm like, I'm going home. My house. My house. I can almost see it. It's just up that hill. And so, but um, my news guy the next day was like, you didn't call me? <laughs> you could have had on the spot story. I'm like, dude, I, 
I literally was in shock. I was just in a car accident, not a car accident, a train train wreck. wreck. Like, how often are you in a train wreck? But here's what's crazy, Faith, is I realized, I hurried home because I was sure my mom had seen the the thing on the news. Yeah. And known that it was my train. Mm. And so I knew. And literally, I called because back then, it was so long ago, (laughs) you didn't have a cell phone, okay? There was no such thing. as I mean, like only army guys had like sat phones, yeah. you know, but, yeah. but it didn't exist for real people, you know, right. like normal everyday civilians like we are. And so I had to run home because I knew I'm like, oh my gosh, she Jeez. is going to be like, oh, that was her train. And so I call her. She's like, oh, that was your train. You said exactly what I knew she was going to say. She said, I'm like, mom, I'm fine. I'm calling you. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm, we're on the phone. I'm, why would I call you? I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. That's why I called. And then the next was uh, Joel, who was my fiance at the time is now my husband. I call him and he's like, I was wondering if that was your train. Are you all right? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. Oh, okay. Like, he's such a a guy. You know, he's like, oh, you're fine. Whatever. I'm going to come over. I'm like, okay, come over. So, but really, the amazing part of what God did there is that I realized later, kind of when I calmed down and relaxed and, you know, and I looked at Joel and I said, do you know what? Like, God protected me today. Like, I, if I hadn't had that migraine, Mm. I would have been on the second or third car, which was my chosen car because we're creatures of habit right kind of like sit in the same spot in this in the in your classroom you know yep. like i'm a back back row girl yeah. in a classroom you know and so so you sit in your really i don't know if y'all are listening you're probably like i don't always sit in the same spot yeah. oh i do test me on this yeah <laughs> i guarantee you try to sit in the same spot yep like but, where's your seat at church <laughs> right exactly did yeah. i steal your seat i'm sorry but Knowing that and sitting and really sitting in it with Joel and kind of talking through it, I realized, God, you have your hand on my life for a reason, you know? And it just became so much bigger than, you know, and it was so funny because people, no one at work could believe, I went to work the next day and everybody's like, wow, what are you doing here? Like (laughs) you were in a car, like, and I keep saying car, you were in a train wreck. You didn't have to come in today. And I'm like, I have work to do. Like I, (laughs) and I'm like, and if I don't get back on the train, then I don't want to be afraid to take the train. Right. Because I don't want to pay $25 a day to park. Oh no. Because that's what it costs downtown Boston. So I, you know, got right back on that train because I knew I needed to, but also just getting to tell people. Yeah. You know, because they were like, what happened? And I got to really say, listen, I know for sure that God protected me Mm, that day. Yeah. Because my train, my train car that I was normally in was literally flipped over in the snow. And people, they told stories about people who had been just thrown to other Mm. side, the other side of the car or, you know, like thrown into each other or because you didn't, there's no seatbelts on a train. Right. Right. And so there's lots of these just open with those kind of commuter rails. There's lots of just open benches where you just hop on. There's not even always a seat in front of you to protect you and keep you in your seat. And so people really, I don't know that there were any fatalities. I just kind of never really dared to look you know kind of thing like I feel bad enough right Uh, and so but it just you know realizing that God really protected me in that way Mm. made me just realize the kind of the smallness and the bigness of him all the same oh yeah you know yeah that he would actually care enough about just me right who am I you know right I'm just some person from you know Boston doing my job you know right and so 
but that I had a migraine and the reason, like all the little things that yeah. put me on the, that back car that mm, day wow. just lined up for me. Wow. And I, I literally told my news guy that if I could tell that story, I'd go on. And he's like, you can't tell that story. And I was like, oh, come on, that's a great story. Uh, but it was, yeah, it wasn't Christian radio then, which yeah. I, I had actually been used to. I did a lot more Christian radio than I did. But that was, yeah, I think for me, that was one of my first times that I really came to just in my face, Mm. realizing there's a God who created the universe who actually cares about me. Wow. Because it just was too, like there were too many things to it have been just a happenstance or, you know, convenient or, you know, I mean, I think we, there are things we say to try to placate, like kind of make those things not quite as big as they are. But I knew just in my heart that that was God just saying, that's how much I care about you, mm. you know? Wow. Yeah, because I couldn't have known. No. How was I supposed to? I was no. on that train every single day. Right. On that that time, same train, same speed, you know, same, I mean, snow, Boston, there's snow from like end of December till sometimes till Easter. Ugh. There's blizzards. <laughs> so I know. No. My kids are always like, mom, how come you never took us skiing? I'm like, because I hate snow. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. You want to ski? Go ahead. When you get go. older, you can pay for it because it's also very expensive mm. to go and freeze. Yeah. Freeze. Yeah. The other thing, though, is that it's like skiing in like New Hampshire and Maine, it's all frozen. So oh. you end up basically sliding down. <laughs> so then that, that way I'm just like, well, you can ice skate, which I love to do. So okay. just do that. There you go. Like, don't, you know. We used to ice skate outside. I mean, that's how cool that's it so is. That's so cool. Yeah, it is wow. cool, actually. That's this my little favorite. little Texas girl. I'm like... Yeah, yeah. you're like, wow. that exists? Yeah, like, safely? <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, they I mean, as long as it's that? a pond, yeah, you yeah. don't go to moving water. That doesn't, you know, yeah. there you do learn a lot, you mm. know, to when you go outside, what to look for. <laughs> Openings, <laughs> avoid those. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. you don't want to go in the water, that's bad. Yeah. So, yeah, but it was fun. Wow. Ice that's skating so cool. outside, super fun. But yeah, snow. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Nope. Not my mm. favorite anymore. Well, you're in Texas. Yeah. So that's right. It's very rare here. Exactly. Yeah. Very we did have here. it last year. Yes. A lot of it actually, yeah. and it was pretty inconvenient. Yeah. yeah. And that's the other thing about snow situation. in general, not yeah. convenient. No. No. I mean, we. I once took six hours to get home, and I had a twenty. That was not when I was going in downtown, but I only lit. I only lived twenty minutes from my workplace, and it took me six hours to get home. People abandon their cars. <laughs> People will actually just pull to the side of the road, stop, and leave their car, and get out and like go into Dunkin' Donuts, Ugh. just have their coffee, and they leave their car there. Yeah, it's weird. I don't. know. Why would you do that? Like, I, I feel like a car is an expensive item. <laughs> to just like, dude, leave don't on just the side leave your car. Yeah, I mean, like, did it yeah. die? Because that's a little different. Different. No, different. it wasn't that. Just the because too many people do it. So it's like, wow, y'all are just having a party at Dunkin's. Cause yeah, you can't drive anymore. Like, that's I don't so understand. Funny. Just stay in your car. Just stay in your car. Yeah. But you can run warmer. out of gas, too. True. Keeping so that's the heat a little on. scary. Yeah. yeah. Or just being stuck in traffic. Like, that's yeah. what it was. You yeah. know, it was just everybody's leaving work at the same time. And oh, yeah. no thanks. Just driving through blizzards. It's awesome. Oh, sounds horrible. Yeah. It's pretty <laughs> sounds crazy. Sounds horrible. Yeah. It's no thanks. Crazy. Yeah. I'll stick with Texas. Yeah. I have visited. I went to Boston once during oh. the Super Bowl. Oh, fun. Yeah. It was crazy. Yes. It was crazy. It was the year that they lost the, the jersey. Was it the jersey that got lost? I think it was in 2018 oh. Super Bowl in Boston. Wow. Who Don't fact check me. Do you remember who me? they were playing? Oh. No. Don't fact check Don't me. fact check me because I know me nothing about, about sports. Patriots were playing. Yeah. Don't. I have no idea. They won. 
Okay. They won. Well, so the that Patriots was exciting. Kind of always won. They when always they had yeah. Brady. Yeah, they true. It was his jersey. Somehow got lost. I oh, feel like like funny. a janitor ended up having it, or oh. like it was something like that. But oh. yeah, no, I left. Have to look up that. Story I know. Now. I'm gonna That's have amazing. to. I left Boston the next day, and they had. I had never heard of de-icing a plane until. Oh, that. that's a big thing. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. they put like that green gook on mm-hmm. it, and. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It works. It and does. Thank, we got to leave. Thank you, Jesus, for green goop. Hallelujah. We don't want to fly when the <laughs> yeah, no. plane is frozen. No, That's that bad. was that would be very dangerous. Yes, no. It is. Yeah. yeah. But Boston's very pretty. I would not drive there again. Did you do the Freedom Trail? Like the No, I was there oh, okay. for a TV show when oh, I fun. when I worked on a TV show. Yeah. Uh-huh. So we um we we did like downtown where the college is mm-hmm. which was so pretty beautiful oh like yeah harvard and mit and all those yeah. are just a beautiful yeah. area oh my gosh yeah. it's like wow this is why they make movies and they go to it harvard is. because right. it's so pretty if you go downtown to the freedom trail it's the like historical right yeah. it's it kind of takes you to a bunch of historical places along the freedom trail some of those those cobblestones that line the places where you walk, those are original. Oh wow! Like back to the sixteen. Wow! You know, before, like horses and yeah, carriages totally, rode on those. Totally. How cool! Yeah, my kids make fun of me every time I tell them that. I'm like, guys, you are walking. I think it's cool on cobblestone. Like this isn't just regular old everyday stone. These stones have been here. Our forefathers walked. Like, That's this so cool. United States is here <laughs> because of these stones. That's they're like, so cool. Mom, you're such a nerd. I'm oh, like, that's amazing. I have a few nerdy things that I have I to like admit. It. Yeah. You have to. I, yeah. History is fascinating. To. It really you is. You can learn so much from it. Oh, my gosh. You yeah. really can. This is going to be history someday. Isn't that amazing? Think about <gasps> wow. that. Someday, kids are going to listen and be like, remember when they did podcasts? <laughs> <laughs> they're going to be like, right? Just, they're like, going to be like, and it's yeah. on the internet or something. Yeah. Like, what the world yeah. will be one day. So yeah. cool. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. Well, gosh, I'm. I want to go back to your train story for oh, a yeah. second and just say thank you for sharing that because I. One of my favorite things about asking this question is that the stories are all so different. Yes. And like, I probably should go back and like put them all together one day That'd of be like cool like each a compilation. Yeah. Of what God did. Yeah. Super um. Cool. Because. It's just amazing how the Lord can work so differently mm-hmm. in everyone's life. Mm-hmm. And it's just a testament of, like you said, just he literally cares about each one of us yeah. so much yeah. Yeah. to do one thing for you and something totally different right. for me and vice versa for every so single awesome. person. Isn't that oh. would be a great devotional book. Oh, wouldn't it? Yeah. I really you, do you love could that. Write that. Could be like, <laughs> could be like your compilation book. I love that. Yeah, I really do. That'd be super fun. Be a collaboration. Yeah. It would be person. so. Yeah, but still, it would be so encouraging. I think oh, to yeah. every day read about a way God has like shown us that He's real. Yeah, I mean that's Ooh, incredible. I love that. Okay. Yeah. Come on. Coming out. Coming you. out one I'll day help you. soon. I love it. I know it. a guy. <laughs> He's my husband, actually. Because I wouldn't, it would never, my book never would have made it on KDP, which is Amazon's Kindle Direct Publishing. Oh, cool. Because Joel did all the tech side. I just, oh my gosh, help me, Jesus. I wow. would not have known what to do. Wow. I'm always like, I mess up my phone on a regular basis. And I don't even, I'm always like, sorry, babe, here, take my phone. I don't know what I did. And he'll look at it. He's literally like, do, what do, do. did you do? <laughs> He's like, how nobody does this but you to to technology. I love it. It runs screaming from me often. (laughs) I love it. So tell me and tell everyone they can find your book 
on on Amazon. Okay, mm-hmm. it's overcoming sexual abuse from the inside out, and you can search for my name too, Teresa Reif, and you'll find it. It's R E I F F as in Frank, <laughs> just like that. Yeah. Nice. And so it's there. Okay, you can get it on Kindle too. So you know, anytime you're on Amazon, you usually you can get a Kindle version, which yeah. is easier. Yeah, then you get it instantly. Right. But I have it in paperback too. You can get that. And then my podcast will be out in January. Yes. Aftermath. Aftermath. Okay. I was going to ask if you had a name. Overcoming what's left behind. Mm. And really just, of course, from sexual abuse is what we're talking about specifically. So, and just how to, how we overcame those things. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's beautiful. Thanks. Mm. Thanks. I'm excited. I now have a copy of your book, so I can't wait to to read it and to share it with someone else as well. I'll be interested to know what you think. You got to let me know what you think. Absolutely. Be nice. Absolutely. Just be nice. Right? I know. It's kind impossible of funny. when not you to. do something like that. You do, you know, there is a sense of vulnerability. You oh, get, my God. Especially gosh. when it's my, because it's my story. Your story. You know, yeah, so 100%. There is a sense of that that's like, okay, if you come back and you just decide you don't like me, don't tell me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just, I'm we'll not going to apologize because I can't later. do anything about it. But, yes. you know, this is who I am. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. I love it. Well, we could talk again for hours and yeah, hours and hours. Totally. Yeah. But, we we can hang out off air. We yeah, can. We'll we can. Do we'll do that. Yeah. Um, but I always ask a few questions to end the episode, yeah. um, which I didn't tell you. So that's okay. Apologies. Cool. Everyone knows that I don't plan much for the podcast. That's so good, though. I like that. I think me it's too. better when you me have too. A, it's an actual real conversation yeah. then. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. you know, I don't usually bring talking points to a oh, com- to yeah. like coffee. Right. Don't Meet me for down. coffee. I got my talking points. <laughs> yeah. They're yeah. on the sticky note here. This is what we're talking about today. <laughs> yeah. How fun would those yeah. conversations be? <laughs> Interesting, probably. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, so I always like to ask what you're reading or if you're an audiobook person, what you're listening to. Mm-hmm. Um, music slash podcasts, you know, whatever vibe. Some people don't like podcasts. Some people don't like music. So I include everyone here. And then what you're doing for fun. And this episode will come out um, before Thanksgiving. Oh, for sure. This episode will come out before Thanksgiving. Didn't tell you that. But so we'll talk about like what you're doing for fun, like going into, well, we're in fall-ish here in Texas and then into the holidays. So cool. take it away. Okay. I am reading a book. And now I can't remember the title. Oh, Atomic Habits. Uh-huh. It's a really great book. Yeah, that's on my list. Fascinating. Uh, really interesting just how they talk about, I think, changing 1%. So I mm. highly recommend that book. Okay. It makes a huge difference for me just in my day, really, yeah. to think about my choices, the things I say, and what I'm backing up with all those choices. Yeah. You know, am I backing up what I really want to be my outcome in life? So that's been just a really great book. Uh, I'm kind of a slow reader because I read probably four books at a time. Okay. Uh, I read, I study my Bible a lot uh, with writing and then all the content that I try to create. And I, you know, it's not like endless, but it takes, I just feel like I need more of time in my Bible and just really pulling that apart for me personally. Yeah. And so my Bible is probably, I mean, it definitely is where I spend most of my time just reading and learning and do you have but, a favorite um, version? Sorry, I'm taking notes. I Don't do. The think. message version is definitely okay. hands down me because okay. I'm, it's wordy and so am I clearly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I just feel like that strikes me at the heart. Um, yeah. I love right now I'm, I'm as well. reading Romans 12 kind mm. of consistently and then Psalms 139. And Psalm 139 is really that about 
how God made us and mm. and what his involvement really, I feel mm. like, is for us. Love that. And it's a very – it's actually a much deeper concept than we all – than we necessarily spend the time to think about. And so just where I'm at to being you is my next book. And so spending time in those two places, Romans 12 and Psalm 139, are mm. really, uh, and then Romans 8. So those are my three oh. right now that yeah. I'm very much uh, spending time looking at a lot of different versions in those books yeah. and, and spending time really just letting God work that in me. Because I think anything we do, we have to let God work it in us first. Because yeah. I think that that's then you speak from a place of more authority and confidence. And just also trusting, well, okay, God, you did this in me. So right. I'm going to trust and believe and right. know, put my faith into that you're going to do it in yeah. other people. Yeah, I and love that, that. And I think that helps us be authentic, right? I think it helps For us sure. come to the place where we're not up there just thinking like we're all that, right? But we're up there because... God did this for me. I want him to do that for you. That's yeah. that's the only reason I step into anything that oh, I do, right? Definitely. Just to help people cuz yeah. I and also it took me. I'm 51. So it took me all these years if someone your age, younger, much younger than me can get a hold of that and stand on my shoulders and do much better because I shared what I had to take all these years to learn mm. and you get to have earlier. That is my favorite thing yeah. ever. You know, that's just my favorite. So good. What were your other questions? I'm sorry. I'm such a rabbit trail. Girl. Oh, no, I love it. Um, It sounds like you like to read like paper books. I do. Yeah. yeah. And I'm even writing my book. I I had a probably a good high stack of papers. That yeah. I write it out You wrote first, it out. Wow. And then I type it in. And But what's great about that is really gives me two levels of – of looking at yeah. it. And so mm-hmm. that when I type it in, I'm reading it almost back to myself. Yeah. And then getting to put it in and I realize, oh, no, that's not right. Or, <laughs> you know, and then I have Grammarly. <laughs> so thank you, Lord, for Grammarly. Because it yeah. will tell me, it sends you those messages all of a sudden like, hey, that's not right. Hey, that's not a false <laughs> yeah. sentence. Hey, that's a run on, you know. So yeah. it sends you all those little notices as you. So by the way, if you think you don't have the grammar ability, trust me when I say we're in an age where God has set us up for success. There's I love so that. many good tools. Yeah. And I have a tech guy for a husband. So he's great at finding me all these good little all tools. tools. So. I love and it. eventually, actually, one of my next projects I'm going to do is how to write a book video series Ooh, yeah, I that I'm going to put out there. So yeah, yeah. So just because so many people will come up to me and say, yeah. yeah, you wrote a book. How'd you do that? Yeah. I'm like, well, it wasn't magic. <laughs> it was work. <laughs> uh, so what was the other thing you asked oh, me what um, I do for fun? That was the last one. Yes, but do you are you a music girl? Are you a podcast? I'm a huge music girl. Okay. I what actually are you listening love to right disco. Now? So that's kind of a confession. That's fun. <laughs> no, that's but cool. I have to be careful, I will say, of how much disco I listen to because it's kind of that input issue for me. Yeah. In a in a given day when I'm pouring into other people's lives, I feel like I need worship music. And uh-huh. so I'm an Isla Vista fan. And so I am obsessed with that Isla Vista album. Okay. Uh, Captured is actually my favorite song. They say something in there that changes me all the time. And it the, it asks the question, am I a slave to things that don't matter? Mm. And that for me has become – I don't want to use the word mantra, but kind of, right? Like yeah. it, it has been a question I ask myself, Lord – Today, I don't want to be a slave to things that don't matter. Wow. I want to do the things that, God, you called me to do with purpose. And and that's the opposite of that question, right? Yeah. Because being a slave to something is intense. And there's intention there that we can add to our lives when we just decide, uh-uh, no, thank you. Yeah. I'm not going to be a slave to that dumb thing anymore. Like, so good. Really, I think for me, I'm such a people person that 
pleasing people has been mm. a real issue for yep. me and still honestly a weakness in my life. And so, and, and we know that God helps us with our weaknesses. Yeah. Not, he doesn't necessarily take them away right. because we yeah. need him. <laughs> yeah. And he does his best work, honestly, when we're in our weakest states. Yeah. And so yeah. thank you, Lord, when we get out of the way. But, you know, I think that that for me, that Am, am I a slave to things that don't mm, matter? And that's so, so good. I spend a lot of time, like, I drive my kids crazy because I'm a, like, listen to the song over until I okay. just can't listen to it ever again. Yeah. But then I turn on disco when I'm, like, cleaning or doing <laughs> those, like, mundane. I love disco. So I'm I love total that. total confession. No, that's <laughs> so I, My fun. kids are always like, really, mom? The disco? <laughs> It's ladies night. I love and it. And my kids are like, no, mom, cool in the gang is not cool. And I'm like, <laughs> yes, they're super cool. They're amazing. So uh, my I first love that. album, my first vinyl ever, uh, this will just age me totally, was Donna Summer. Nice. Um, and her, like her big album, right? Yeah. And she's done, she did um, other albums after that, but that was her first big, like, you know, uh, Last Dance and like mm-hmm. all these like just classic yeah. songs. But what's funny is now I go back and listen to it and I'm like, I said to my mom recently, because my mom bought me that album. I think I was in like fifth grade. That's so embarrassing. <laughs> but she bought me the vinyl. And I said to her, I'm like, Mom, did you realize what those songs were? Like? <laughs> They're terrible songs. Yeah. Like, that was before Donna Summer knew Jesus. Wow. Which she did know Jesus, by the way. Wow. Yeah, I she didn't died know recently, I think. Mm-hmm. But um, so, yeah. And so my mom was like, babe. Nobody listened, honey. Nobody listened to the words then. And no. I'm like, they didn't. Are you sure? I feel like there might have been some people in the world that listened to those songs and knew what they were saying. Because now when I listen to them, my kids will be like, oh, Mom, I can't believe you're listening to this song. Because one of them is like, toot, toot, hey, beep, beep, you know. And it's, yeah, it's just talking about things that are really not what, you know, it's, you know. But very I still different love from disco, the worship music. So, yeah. <laughs> Very different. And that's kind of how I roll. I'm pretty like in extreme, but yeah. it just becomes about percentages for me. Yeah. Like, in a it's given a day. Yeah. yeah. As long as I'm like, you know, because just the bopping around, it yeah. helps me get through tedious tasks oh, that absolutely. are not my favorite. Yeah. You know, like yeah. laundry and dishes. Laundry is just, yeah. And my mom, you yeah. know, and so it's just daily and constant. Yeah. And the minute you do the clothes, Oh, guess what? Someone was wearing clothes that day. (laughs) Those clothes are dirty now. So, and I had three girls. So there were five of us, and girls wear so many clothes. Yes, we do. I mean, it's like the dress clothes, the workout clothes, the school clothes. The, the after clothes. school clothes. Yeah. Yeah. I know. You can't have one outfit no. for the whole day. It's like a good three outfits a day, oh, yeah. I think. You yeah. know? And then when the kids were little, they go through clothes oh, all day long. Yeah. Like, they get stuff on them. You got to change them. I mean, it's. Yeah. 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 So, anyways, laundry, you know. But so there mm-hmm. are the menial tasks. And yeah. I need you got to have the fun music. Podcasts. I've, I had listened to yours recently. So I love It's so fun to listen to yours. My friend Jamie Gradwell has a great podcast. I listen to her podcast. And hers. Oh, Jamie, I love you. I'm so sorry. I'm having trouble thinking of the name of it. <laughs> we'll put it in the show okay. notes. Too. We'll get it in the show notes because yeah. my friend Jamie does similar to what you do. She interviews women and tells their stories and kind of what they're up to. And yeah. that's fascinating. I, I love, love that. hearing people's stories. Yeah. And she does a great job at talking it, um, talking to people. And I've I've actually gotten to be on her podcast Ooh, too. So well, we'll fun. go. We'll find that. Uh, I I do some research and listen to just random podcasts. Yeah. And so just because I have my own, like you have yours, and just to kind of find out what's out there. And so yeah. lately, I've listened to some really weird ones. Um, and so so I say weird, but that's not necessarily insulting. It's just different than what I'm different. used to. Yeah. Uh, so I've listened to Joe Rogan's a couple of times. That's okay. not really my speed. He's, his, he's uh, like a, a long-form podcast guy. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, he actually talks to – I 
he talked to Elon Musk. That's one of the just the oh, ones cool. I've listened yeah. to. Fascinating. Yeah. I mean, like, he really gets some stuff out of people that you're like, well, I wouldn't have known that. Huh. You know? That's cool. That's fascinating. Okay. Yeah. So I re- I mean, uh, Tim Ferriss, I love uh-huh. his. His is fascinating because he also does the same thing. I, it's funny because that's interesting. All the people that I listen to are... Like armchair armchair expert, uh-huh. they all talk to fascinating people. Yeah, just like your podcast, and yeah. So I I did listen to Mike Tyson's once. His is called Hot Boxing. Huh. I think that's what it's called. Yeah, but it's actually not boxing. It's not about boxing. It's about being in a box. Oh, yeah. Okay. Anyways, okay. One, I'm not recommending that one, but okay. I, I have listened to it. Okay, I like it for research. But it's research. Purposes. Yeah, I think it's yeah. just fascinating to kind of know like what all platforms sound like instead yeah. of just maybe Christian podcasts right. or right. you know just to kind of get an idea of what's yeah. out there, what people are talking about. Yeah, because like Armchair Expert, they talk about all types of different, and I so love. Many things. I just love them. They crack yeah. me up. I yeah. do recommend that one because I think they're so funny. I do, too. and they're just so real. You know, yeah. and the things yeah. that they share are fascinating. Mm-hmm. Things that people are doing that are new. Things oh my that gosh. people are doing that aren't new but i didn't know about them yeah you know so yeah yeah so that's that's what i'm listening to what do i like to do for fun yeah i'm actually a fun person like i, well, I like believe that fun. like i love fun i'm very motivated by fun yeah. so i will drop things like cleaning my house if i get to do something <laughs> fun and here's an it. interesting thing to know about me so through the pandemic era where we were you know all you know things were just weird right yeah and, and not going well really right. in so many ways i learned something new about myself that's maybe a little bit dumb of me, honestly, that I thought this. But I thought that that saying, save up for a rainy day, meant you saved money so that when you had a day and it rained, you could go do something fun. Oh. So that doesn't define enough for you how much fun <laughs> is a priority for me. I don't know what does. I because love then that. Because through the pandemic, we were, ta- we were having all these conversations. Right. We, what else did you do? But yeah. watch TV and talk to each other. And yeah. we played games. Yes. We tried jigsaw puzzles and literally our whole family realized, uh, wow, we don't actually have the patience for these 5,000 piece jigsaw puzzles. Oh, yeah. No. So no, no, it was not our thing. We're pretty sure the dog ate a few pieces too. So <laughs> that was awesome. She got a share. Um, but we had this conversation about how the there were businesses going out of business. Yeah. And it was just sad. And it yeah. was especially sad for the small businesses because we just love those and love to like walk down the street and go to your, you know, you know them. You get yeah. to know small business yeah. people. It's so awesome. And we were just kind of talking. And my husband said something like, well, you know, it's kind of that old like save for a rainy day adage. And I was like, what do you mean? It's not raining. They're saving to have fun? <laughs> like what? And he goes, what? <laughs> I was like, that's what it means. And he said, no, it doesn't. It means saving up for when bad times come. And I'm like, but rain is actually a good thing. Because <laughs> that's how I think of rain as oh, a good thing. Because yeah. in the Bible, when you read the Old Testament, like drought. Yeah. And when we first moved the to rain Texas, comes. actually, here in Austin, there had been a drought Ooh, for a really, really long bad. time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so literally somehow... In my head, I had tucked it away like it's a good thing. Like yeah. you save up to have fun. Yeah. And Joel, Joel my husband was just like, I, wow, yeah. Okay. <laughs> you, you have that completely wrong. And that I was like, is amazing. Okay, actually, though. that makes sense. Yeah. You know, like when he said it, I was like, and I'm like, well, I'm just taking it, it has double meaning from now on. I love for it. Me. Like it could I be love both. It, it could yeah. be either. Save for the fun or yeah. 
For an emergency. Yeah, because I love to go on vacation. Okay. That's really, like, yeah. the beach is my happy place. Okay. So really warm. for fun, I would say, oh, definitely warm. Yeah, we talked about <laughs> no the snow. snow. No snow. No snow. My least likely thing. I don't camp. Uh, okay. I stopped yep. camping Mm-mm. years ago. And actually, in Texas, um, a lot of things are trying to kill you. Uh, all the venomous snakes, scorpions, <laughs> tarantulas. It's tarantulas the one time I realize how girly I am ah. is when I talk, when my kids say, well, what about camping? Or what about, I'm not outdoorsy. Yeah. Like I'm just, mm-hmm. I, I never realized how girly I was until, you know, I was like, <laughs> No, oh. you're just not outdoorsy. That's yes. different. Yeah. And yeah. it's not, yeah. It's just, I have a preference, yeah. you know, and I'll that's take okay. a hotel. But you, you know? don't like shopping. I'm not a huge shopper, but I think that that's partially just having three girls. There's just because so much inevitably, of Because um, yeah, so now I always tease that I have like an espresso cup size uh-huh. and that's all I get. And so like it's full in no time for shopping. So my, like the time that we spend, I compare it to that little espresso cup and I'm like, mm. well, uh, I'll say to my Allie now, she's 15 and still home. And so we'll be out because shit girl loves to shop. I mean, yes. it's just 15 year old girl who, what 15 year old. And so I think at 15, I loved to shop. Sure. You know what I'm saying? But I think that really it's just, I'm just kind of, maybe I'm just done shopping. You're done. Yeah. Because sure. I like to go with a girlfriend and, you know, but you walk, don't see walk me. around. Well, and I don't see my friends when I go shopping with them, really. Like, we, <laughs> they run you're away. Off a different, no, yeah, like, <laughs> they I run off. shop with you. You got a bad attitude. No, it's, I don't know. It's more like, okay, I'm going to go look for shoes. Okay, I'm going to go look for a jacket. Yeah. You know, like, and then you read and then we're just like, for yeah. the coffee. And we're like, oh, what'd you get? Yeah. You know, and then we yeah. get in line and we talk while we wait in line. Yeah. But I think it's just a different experience when you are, first of all, not trying to spend every penny that you have <laughs> yeah. in the bank yeah. with three girls. Yeah. I used to text my husband from forever 21 which <laughs> some of those stores oh they're, they're like four floors like there's yeah, a huge oh, one in massive. seattle we, we used to get spend time in well my husband would go to starbucks oh he's like this yeah. isn't my thing really yeah although now he is the shopper for sure in <gasps> oh, our family like without adorable. doubt and he's good at like online shopping especially so he'll like get always get free shipping always find a coupon like he's just <laughs> he's i just, love that he's amazing i like that kind of shopping honestly but I would literally send him a text and be like, SOS, <laughs> forever 21 hell, send help. You know, like, I, I can't. That's so I funny. Can't. Yeah. That's so funny. So I so think funny. that's part of the, like, not, like, because I love new things, yeah. honestly. Like, shoes, come on. Yeah. Who doesn't love a new pair of shoes? Oh, love a new it's pair like of shoes. It's like the best. Yeah. And all the cool, like, athleisure sneakers that are out now, like oh, yeah. mine that I'm wearing right yes. now, my white ones. I love, well, they're a little dirty, though. I need to I clean Because I really like clean new mm-hmm. shoes. Yeah. I love new shoes. Yeah. I just love shoes. Like, Same. I'll take, oh, even yeah. if they're not Got clean. Got that I'll from my those. mama, too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's what the uh, magic erasers are oh. for. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but, so yes, shopping isn't, though, like, if I was, t- I wouldn't put that on a list of fun. Not in your Because I think it's just because of the years of shopping. Yeah. And, yeah, and I still have to go shopping with my 15-year-old. Because yes. she thinks it's fun. <laughs> and I want to hang out with her. Right. So, honestly, probably my number one fun thing would honestly just to be hang with my family, whatever yeah. that means. Yeah. Yeah, because we're game people. Like, we play. We have, like, all these games. We, for years, spent so much energy trying to find cooperative video games because my husband's a huge video game person. And so I would say, well, you you know, we can get the new video console if it has... Family games. Like together stuff. Yeah. Because you're not going to be off in one room and then she's off in another room and I'm, we're not doing that uh-huh. every night. Once yeah. in a while. I mean, yeah, sure. through you the pandemic, of course. I think we have TVs <laughs> in every single room now. Yeah. <laughs> because it just was like, uh, uh, uh no, I, I can't, Everybody's wa- I can't watch another thing. sci-fi show sure. with you. I yeah. love you, honey, but no, it's, <laughs> I can't. And some of them just get too dark for me. I oh, have like sure. a lot of sensitivities. No, and so yeah. I'm like, yeah, no, I'm good. But yeah. 
definitely fun is with my family. I love it. Yeah. That's the best kind. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Best vacation ever. My husband surprised me and took me to Miami. Ah, you love Miami. And I love Miami. It was so, just so cool. Yeah. And it was beautiful. Oh, of course, yeah. We stayed in the fanciest hotel I've ever stayed in my yeah. whole life. It was one of those where you, you go to the pool and someone waits on you. Ah. And he, it was so funny because I was like, what? And You're he goes, gonna bring me you, things. He's like, "Do you have an order?" And I was like, "An order? Like, I literally have no clue." Like, <laughs> and I'm like, "I get to." I'm like, "Whoa, wait a minute!" You know, <laughs> it was, it was like, that's amazing. I literally, it was my favorite thing. Oh, I ordered so the cool. same thing every time, though. I'm that person because I want to know that I love it, and yeah. so. It, they had this crudite with like just veggies and hummus and little oh, pita yeah. chips. And just when it's hot, like it was hot. Yeah. So I didn't want to eat a lot. Yeah. And then just fruity, slushy drinks. Like mm. they, and they brought them to you. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh, and I they love charged that. it to the room. So I didn't even need like you didn't a wallet. To, yeah. And I'm like a mom of three girls. Do you know how much stuff I usually have? Oh, to yeah. Have? You're always like, had, I've been like emergency a pack go mule. bag. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean like multiple. Like, yeah. I got clothes. Here we go. I got leggings. No <laughs> yeah. problem. You know, like, you snack, need a wet you're hungry? Okay. <laughs> oh, you need a juice box? I got that. Cheese stick? Oh, there's definitely a cheese stick down there somewhere. It might not be edible, but it's down there. So <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Oh, definitely. that's amazing. Miami was amazing, though. Yeah. Oh, but it was that kind cool of, place. it was just my husband and I, too. So that was, we had not, n- never taken that much time away. Wow. With three girls, we just that's a you lot know, of and then we we haven't lived back home. So ever our family's all in Boston. We were in Seattle for seventeen years, and then we've been here for seven. So we had we did we raised our kids away from our yeah, you know, our actual immediate family, whatever family, family. and yeah. so yeah. So we didn't really have anyone that we were like, yeah, we actually like you <laughs> to bring you three more children, <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> you know, was a lot to ask, and we had friends that did it, but we just never felt comfortable sure. to make it more than two days at the oh, most. Sure. And so we took five days in Miami. Wow. And it was glorious. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. It was, it was really my husband loves me. Oh. <laughs> yeah, and I thought I was going to L.A. with my friend. Oh. And they literally took me all the way to the airport, and he goes, babe. We're not. You're not going to L.A. with her. You're oh. you're coming to Miami with me. Wow. Yeah. That's so. No, he did it. Wow, they had goals. been planning for like goals. three months. Oh my gosh. Behind my back, my girls were involved. Oh, like people that have, were here visiting in Austin from our church back in Seattle, they knew. Like oh. Everyone knew but me, and I was oh. like, y'all, how? Oh. I know my friend was like, "You're gonna surprise. have PTSD now. You're gonna always You're... wonder, are we up to something? Yeah, yeah. You're like, <laughs> like two suitcases. Well, what's go ahead and on? be up to it if you're gonna take Any me to time. Miami. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. that's amazing. Yeah. Wow, yeah. he's a I good love guy. That. He's the best. Aww. yeah, that's amazing. amazing. Yep. I'm praying for all you single ladies. Hey, Jesus, pray bring for them us. all. A guy like my husband. They're Hallelujah. out there. Hallelujah. They're out there. There's somebody just for you. I love it. Yeah. Yep. My pastor's wife used to say there's there's a crazy person for every crazy person out there. Hey. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Every weirdo needs a weirdo. There you go. That's okay. I love it. I've got mine. And yours is out there somewhere. <laughs> I love it. I love it's it. the best. Oh, my goodness. Teresa, I love you so I've much. so much fun. I love this you, This has been just the best. So fun. Tell people so where fun. they can find you. Are you on Instagram? I have. I am on Instagram, Teresa Rife. Facebook, same thing. And then I have a website, TeresaRife.com. Oh, so cool. I'm on all those places. Awesome. I, I'm kind of like not good at Twitter, but I do have that. But don't look me up there because there's literally nothing. <laughs> okay. I think I, cool. I just don't. I, mean, I think I'm just too many places to say things. So Yeah, there's a lot yeah, of places. But Instagram and Facebook. 
I'm there. And then you can find my website. And then I do have an author page on Amazon. But that really is, yeah. I mean, that just kind of goes with your book and yeah. that kind of stuff. So, yeah. But awesome. it just really connects you to my website ultimately. So yeah. cool. Awesome. Yeah. Well, well, I'll put places. all of that in the show notes. Sweet. Um, And we'll be looking for your podcast when it comes out in January. We'll definitely yes. um, post it all up everywhere. All and right. Be so excited for you. Yeah. Um, Thank you again so, so much. This has been been just a blast. We should hang out every Saturday. I know. (laughs) Honestly, it's pretty awesome. Super fun. (laughs) I love it. And also want to give a shout out to our church, City Reach Church, for letting us use the building on a Saturday. Um, So, so grateful. Somebody like snuck their head in. Check us out if you're in ATX. Come on. Come come hang out with us. Best place to hang on Sundays. And once a month on Wednesdays. That's right. Yeah. 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 We love our church. And we have awesome small groups. That's my favorite. Oh, yeah. We really do. All the time. Yes. All do you times. have a small group? Are you hosting one right I now? I do. I am. I'm hosting a freedom group, which okay. is really my favorite small group that yeah. our church does. And yeah. It's just, it's really, it's called freedom, but it's it's not really a 12-step program. I think there's kind of a confusion about that. Mm-hmm. But it's really about our approach to God and yeah. that we really can live out of the tree of life and not the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Mm. So I, just, I love that. And I've just seen people's lives. This is my second one that I've led. And I just already seen God just do amazing things in people's hearts. I love it. And it ends with a conference, which I think I've just seen. I mean, it's my favorite conference I've ever been a part of. Wow. And it's just a beautiful thing to see people just set free from stuff that we don't have to carry. You Mm. know, God's so faithful. Like when we really are just make that step of obedience, he's just so faithful. Yeah. He's like, oh, you don't have to carry that. I'll take it. I love it. And then we don't ever have to pick it back up again. Like Mm. I've just seen God do such amazing things and gotten to really to just develop friendships based on such a deeper level where people know like, hey, Oh, you you are actually there for me. Like mm. when the chips are down, when things are hard. Wow. So good. Love you that. Know? Yeah. Love that. Yeah. So that's well, my favorite small group ever. I love it. Well, check out our church. Check out Teresa. Y'all know where you can find me. At Enjoy the Sass on Instagram. Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, we've got a lot more stuff planned, hopefully to end out this year. And going into 2022 as well. Maybe you'll hear my mom. Maybe we'll have yeah. some new merch. We're just doing all the things. New merch. I love you all so much. Teresa, I love you. I love you too. Thanks for having me. It's been so fun. So fun. So fun. All right, guys. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye. You're amazing. (laughs) Did that go too long?